Father, this morning, as we share your word, we pray that you give us the revelations, O oh God, for elevation. Revelations for elevations. Revelations for elevations, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Give him praise and take your seat in the beauty of holiness. Amen. If you are blessed, just give the Lord a mighty clap offering. Amen. Oh, is that all you can do for the Lord? Come on, worship his name. Bless the name of the Lord. Bless the name of the Lord. Exalt the name of the Lord. Magnify the name of the Lord. Come on, give him all the praise. 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 Give him every praise. Amen. Amen. So we'll be trying to answer the question, are you sure you are in love? We'll be trying to answer the question, is this guy or this woman really in love with me? So in the last few Sundays, we've been looking at the subject, the prescriptions for healthy Christian living. And from the book of 1 Corinthians 13, we've been reading, we're studying from there. And we are looking at 17 characteristics of a true love, of true love. Amen. 1 Corinthians 13, 3 to 8. If I give all I possess to the poor, and give over my body to hardship that I may boast, but do not have love, I gain nothing. So, now the writer goes on to explain what love is. Love is patient. We have looked at that. Love is kind. We have studied that. It does not envy. We have looked at that. It does not boast. We have discussed that. It is not proud. I have taught you that. It does not dishonor. We have studied that. It is not self-seeking. We have discussed that. It is not easily angered. Last week we looked at it. It keeps no records of wrongs. So today I'll be attempting to conclude on this because next week I'm starting my Easter series titled The Theology of Easter. Love does not delight in evil. We'll look at that today. But rejoices with the truth. We'll look at it today. It always protests, we try to look at it, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. So quickly, let's look at what is left of our series. Love does not delight in evil. Love does not delight in evil. I'm reminded of a story of a young lady who sought for divorce three years after marriage. Her pastor was very surprised. The pastor has always thought that they were the best of couples. So for the young lady to suddenly ask for divorce, the pastor was very surprised. So the pastor asked her to come over to his office for a better discussion, deeper discussions on her reason. She told the pastor a, so a story that shocked the pastor. So one Saturday morning, she asked, asked the husband she was going for a wedding of a colleague in the office. The husband said, don't go. I want us to spend the day together. She said it was important. She came to our wedding. I had to go. The husband said, don't go. He said, oh, my friends are going. I'll have to go. So they argued that morning. Very fiercely, they argued. The young lady angrily walked out, sat in the car, and reversed the car to the street. A group of young guys were riding their bicycles in the community. And one of them had just gotten down the on the, from the bicycle, holding it, and standing at the gate. The young lady moved out, hit the bicycle. Fortunately, not a person. Hit the bicycle, ran over the bicycle. This group of young guys rushed on her, got her out of the car, started maltreating her, her wig off, started tearing her clothes. So the neighbors rushed to rescue her. 
it was over. She finally ran to the house, climbed up to go and confront the husband. So didn't you hear all the noise outside? Didn't you hear when they wanted to lynch me? Where were you? What, why were you inside the room? When she entered, the husband just saw her started laughing. And the husband said, when you rebel against your husband, God punishes you. She took it very serious. I am almost about to be lynched. You heard it. You saw it. You were here in this room. Interpreting that as God punishing me for rebelling against you. Who are you? Are you God? Even God, if I rebel against God, will God send a mob to lynch me? The young lady said, if you are rejoicing over evil happening to me, then you are not in love with me. <coughs> Listen. Most people are married, but they are waiting for the I told you so story. Your husband is setting trust for you. Wishing evil for you so that he can tell you, I told you so. Your wife is waiting for you to fail so that she can tell you, I told you so. Anybody waiting for an I told you so story in your life is not in love with you. Because love can never wish you evil. Love protects you from evil. Sometimes, unfortunately, we fall in love. Most people fall in love with good people. There are a lot of good people. But there are few wicked people around. When you fall in love with them, they messed up your life. You see, an evil person is anyone who introduces you to immorality. Let me tell you another story. So this young lady with a the husband, they were struggling. Their rent expired. Their landlord had given them ejection notice. One day the young lady comes from work and tells the husband, can you believe my boss has been touching me? I think the man is in love with me. The man, he's been flirting with me. The way he's been looking at me, I've been suspicious of the man. And then today, I was just going to serve him coffee. And the way the man touched me, I didn't like it. The guy said to her, you are a fool, Papa. You don't like what? We are going to be ejected from this house. And your boss is showing interest. Let's chop his money. The young lady looked at him and said, go and get your sister. Who is married to another man. Who are also, we are, they are also going through the same challenges like ours. Go take your sister, put her in the prostitution center and make money off her. Not me. You can't push me into immorality. Nobody who loves you will push you into immorality. No woman who loves you will push you into, into stealing from your office. Are you here? into stealing from anybody who puts you on the path any path of danger is not in love with you i've heard stories of girls falling in line in, in love with 419 campaigns who try to use them for 419 they are the ones going to catch the money from the bank and there was a lady in this church she has to leave this church because I oppose that. She eventually was arrested by police. And still the guy says, I love you. And knowing that what I'm putting you through is too dangerous. That is a wicked man. That is a wicked man. Young ladies here, any man you are dating or married to that is using you for 419, when you are caught, you will disappear. You are, he's not in love. You are a channel of a business. You are a business for him. And I'm preaching this with my eyes wide open. 
Because you know what? I am not afraid of anybody. I preach the whole counsel of God. If you want to go to hell, go to hell. Leave that young lady alone. Leave her alone to serve God. Evil man, wicked man, go and take your sisters and use them for that. While she's using you for that, she's getting the money and sending it to take care of her sisters. And the little she gives you, buys some car for you, and they, hey, thank you, thank you. My husband loves me. Any man who uses you for 419 and builds a big mansion for you does not love you. It's business. Are you here? Any man who wants to stop 419 and your wife says, no, you can't stop, let's do it. If we stop, what are we going to eat? Nonsense. Go and take your brothers to do it. She doesn't love you. You are a bank. You are a financial redeemer. If you lie, let your money finish. Her mother will call her to leave that husband. There's a new man with money. Are you here? Now, anyone who takes you away from the people who can protect you is not in love. He's an evil person. Now, watch out. If the man you are dating does not like your pastor. Because one of the securest protection you have are spiritual authorities over your life. The things we preach, the things we say, he knows that without evil intention, if your pastor gets to know it, your pastor will attempt to protect you from, from him. So the first thing the man does will be to attack your pastor. This church, they are using it for business. Can't you see? Look at him. Look at the man and his children. They don't even care for anybody. Look at what they are doing. Let's leave this church and go to another church. He wants a church where you are a crowd, you are in the crowd, and when he is hurting you, nobody can trace it. Are you here with me? Are you following what I'm teaching? Don't stare at me like that. Am I saying something? <laughs> are you here? I'm trying to help you to repair and maintain your love life. Because let everything be messed up in your life, but don't let your love life be messed up in your life. You see, when you are in trouble, and when you are in trouble, that's where you see the value of love. When the people who love you stand with you. When my sister died, I saw the value of family. I saw the value of friends. I saw the value of people who love you. They were there. So, in your, so you, 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 you share your sorrows. You, you split it. Right? It doesn't have so much. You don't bear that pain alone. And apart from a guppy love, the most Cherish love is the romantic love. I'm telling you. So don't joke with it. Don't let any evil man come and mess up your life with it for you. By the time you meet the person you truly, truly loves you, the wicked man has already messed up your love. It is not every broken heart that is, can be faced. When you, you even mend it. Have you ever seen accident cars they bring to Ghana when they face it and they spray it? It's never like the factory spray. Sometimes a scar does more damage than the saw itself. If you like, eh, when you go home, go and pour water, hot water. Don't do it. Oh, I'm just honest. Pour hot water. Okay. Pour hot water on your face. See, there will be blisters. There will be sores. It will be painful. But when it is gone and healed, it is cast. Yourself, you can't even go out because of that scar. People might not even fall in love with you because of that scar. That's how it is. That's how life is. Sometimes you are so hurt, you are so wounded, it leaves a scar on you. Your attitude, your behavior is a reflection of a scar. Don't let any man hurt you. Jump out of that relationship 
if you feel what I'm discussing is who the man is or who the woman is. When the devil wanted to destroy the prodigal son, he took him from the house where he could be protected. Somebody's coming to your family, has not even entered. So already complaining about your mother and your father and your siblings. And you are foolishly following the person. I don't like that, though. I don't like that. What you are doing to her, I don't like. What you are doing to him, I don't like. The person is just separating you away from the people who can protect you. He's taking you away from them. So he can ruin you. He can hurt you. He can wound you. So that they are even friends who are closer to you than a brother. And your, your person you're going to cannot stand. I, mean, I don't like your friends. So I don't like that friend. I don't like that person. They know the kind of shield that they are built around you. And until they break that shield, they cannot implement their evil plans against you. Young lady, she was in this church. She's no longer in the church. Of course, I understand why she has to leave. It was too embarrassing. Working in the bank, committed to everything here. One day she closed from the bank. Here was a guy on the street who just prophesied to her. Told her her name and other things. And they became friends. Eventually she fell in love with a guy. But the guy was a master, master of playboyism. Oh, guess what? The guy started getting the girl to steal from the bank for him. I'm telling you. When they were here, all of you are aware of this story. When they were here, the girl had been arrested. What is it? He's taking money from the bank and giving it. Okay, so we're asking her. She wouldn't say it. Well, we suspected that it's from a guy. Eventually, we found out that it was a guy. She mentioned the name of the guy. The guy had vanished. A pastor, he has vanished. Destroying, going to destroy the career of this girl. He has vanished. I said, give me the name. I went on Facebook. Here was a guy. And he had had a program with people I know. I called one of them. I said, this guy, do you know him? He said, oh, he's my friend. I said, this is what he has done. He said, that is why he does, Papa. I said, I want to catch him. How can I catch him? I live for the sake of this girl. I will catch this guy. Eventually, I caught him. I caught him, took him to police station. He says, I said, take your own and give me my own. Hey, I put him in cells. When I caught him, I said, please, I beg you, I'm a man of God. I said, no, no, you are not. You are not a man of God. You are a man of Satan. You have ruined the girl's career. You have ruined the girl's career. Now, the, the, the bank didn't want the team to go to court because it would create a story and go against them. So they just paid the money. The guy says he doesn't have the money. The girl's relatives came to me to ask me, they are begging me to pay the money or the girl will go to jail. And there were people in this church, leaders of the church, who thought I should pay. It doesn't make sense. I said, no, the guy must pay. In the first place, the girl is not innocent. The girl herself is not innocent. To steal people's money and give it to your boyfriend, you are not a victim. There are people who cannot feed their children. I should go and pay somebody who has given his money to boyfriend. I said, the guy will pay. You should get his relatives. He comes from relatives. But you see, these guys are dead. They are playboys. I'm repeating again. Any guy who is borrowing money from you and says, I'll pay. Borrowing is, money from your girlfriend is not a problem. But promising her you will pay. That you don't pay. I will pay. You don't pay. I will pay. You don't pay. Now, when she asks you, then you get angry. I say, I will pay. Why? I say, I will pay. Have you seen me? Have you seen me with money that I have not paid you? 
Obi a your boyfriend na Obeb they do me phone or whatever on show. Or your wicked papa. Evil people, wicked men, will teach you to bite the hand that once fed you. God, they don't want you to owe anybody gratitude. You don't want to owe anybody gratitude. So they will tell you, hey, so he helped you, he paid your school fees and so what? And so what? Now you, have, you need to have a new life. Pay your school fees and so what? Hey! Mommy has a senior brother. When we married, hmm. yeah, we didn't have TV, we didn't have anything. So we used to chat alone. We'd be in our room, our hot room, at Teshi. No fan, nothing. The room, very hot in the afternoon. We'll be naked. Not like naked, like doing something. Naked, like we need air. And we'll still be sweating, we'll be chatting. Mommy spoke very fondly of that brother. So I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't interfere in their matters. If mommy wants to do something for that brother, I don't come in. Because I know that if I force mommy to make a choice, he may choose the brother over me. I don't want to get there. I don't, <laughs> are you here? I don't want to tempt her to make me feel bad. But people walk into your life and they want to get rid of everybody people who have imparted your life invested in your life your parents your siblings your cousins your aunties who who guarded money to pay your fees for you to get to where you have gotten to they want to get rid of them in your life it's a height of wickedness are, are you here with me I am also not advising that you should overindulge in family matters when you are building a new family. You have to be very wise in balancing your life. A false balance is even an abomination unto the Lord. Am I speaking to someone here? Fantastic. Now, now the, the next one, the next slide. I'm, I'm, I'm going to just rush through this, the rest and then we are off from here. Love rejoices with the truth. Love rejoices with the truth. Anybody who, lo who lies to you is not in love with you. <sighs> a liar. A liar. Do you know that if you discover the first lie, the, the first lie you discover is only one of the several lies. Because every lie is to cover another lie. A man is telling you I went to Harvard when he has not even gone to Ayalolo <laughs> Amamomo Primary School Alade Market Loga Government School he has not even been there and he's lying to boost his ego men who lie to women are men who suffer from inferiority complex especially when they are lying about themselves to the woman I am this I am that my father was a minister in the in the fourth and the first republic which of the republics chicken republic um pork republic watching republic in our house we are all lawyers <laughs> but the father is a pan wine tapper <laughs> the mother is a chaco seller i'm not saying that they are not good though. But why wouldn't you be proud and say, my father is a palm wine tapper, my mother is a charcoal seller. They went very hard for me to get here. Those stories really inspire people. Those stories really inspire people. They have to start telling us Cinderella stories. What is your favorite food? Every woman lies about their favorite food. Almost every woman lies about their favorite food. What is your favorite food? Jollof rice. <laughs> Bakonkote is your favorite food. It takes women with confidence to be able to say, I love Konkote, I love Banku. Even food. Somebody say, Omutu. Oh, you're bad, pa. Even food, you lie about it. 
Oh, me, I eat once a day. Oh, I eat once a day. Sister, you wait. It's not once a day. Ah, I eat once a day. You, you, you eat once a day. How old are you? M, 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 M. When you hear M, M, the person you are about to date, you are asking the person, how old are you? And the person is saying, M, M, M. Hmm. No, no, but these are, yes, these are, you see, you see, there's no minor lie. So when you think that the person is lying about the person's age, so it's a minor lie. No, 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 no. The person has a grand scheme. And that line about that age will cover things for the person. We are not for not for very twenty years because what was she? You see, unless you know, unless you know how old she is, you will know that she has children. So she has to reduce the age so that you cannot suspect that she has some two children in the village. Nowadays, even the nicest um, uh, brazier, uh, braziers will not cover Bobby stand or Bobby fall. We look through it like this. Mm. This one, dear, like three children have sat down, and about 18 men have played with it. Hey! Three children, 18 men. We know. No, no, no. So you, 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 you girls who are not married, you let the men play with it. When they play with your breast over a period of time, it falls before even your children get the chance to suck it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because, because they are suck, this, when a man is sucking your breast, the effect of it is like 100 times when a new baby is sucking it. It is not scientifically proven. This is the two of first theory. <laughs> this is the two of first theory. Into the end, I want to say, maybe I'm a son of a new man. I'm a pill. I'm a son of a new man. I'm a train. I'm a train. I'm a All those guys dressing and showing their breasts here, putting cream on it. Once you know, once you see a girl is dressing like that, just know that girls, boys have been playing with their breasts and is inviting you. Next. <laughs> Next. A lying tongue hates those it hates, and a flattering mouth works ruin. When somebody is lying to you, flattering you, it's just it's, it's, it's hatred. It's hatred to lie to someone, and especially lie about the person. Can I go on? I want to complete today. So, so when you see the sisters with their breasts, I say, sister, don't invite me. Those who deliberately don't wear braziers. And they, oh no no! If you like, let's go on. Let's see, you see, you see, you see. Sister, I also want to tell you that there are brothers. Eh? Now there are there are things men wear, and then it looks like they have six packs. Watch them. You see an old man who has dyed his hair. And wants to chase you and has reduced his age he's 60 but he says he's 40 but you can see from the wrinkles in his face that this is your father's age mate and yet he's coming like yet man and then no i say jeans no i treat jeans not only her you will destroy your life you will destroy your life they are called a old man david no you know we have young man david here there's an old man david in the bible when david was old they went to look for a young a virgin for him to keep him warm are you a woman hmm. they should find microwave microwave and put him inside okay let me go on love protects and i'm going to show you three people that anybody in love with you will protect you from Number one, gossips. Gossips. Hey, do you know that the girl you are going on? Hey, don't, don't, this is the way they will come. 
hey, I've seen you. <laughs> and that girl, oh, that girl is a nice girl. Oh. That girl is a nice girl. But when we were in school, eh? <laughs> when we were in school, eh? And so what? We were in school, eh? That guy, eh? All the boys <laughs> laid there. Oh. They slayed there, all the boys. See, if you are truly in love with a person, don't let anybody come and gossip about the person to you. Stand on your grounds. I, I know. I know I'm not going to marry an angel. But please, why don't you go look for one and leave mine for me? People will come and tell you stories. There are even gossips who will destroy your marriage for you. Just come and say, hey, your sister-in-law's watch them all. Watch them. That house, eh? That house is not a good place. Your sister-in-law's, I see that they are, they are laughing with you, but it's not from their heart. They are laughing with you, but it's not from their heart. Is it your matter? Now you know how to determine somebody's heart from laughing. And why those who gossip about relationships, about this thing, they themselves, their relationship life is no good. Hey, um, are, you, are, you, are you in the house? Hey. Oh, so you're not the one in your husband's car. Uh, oh, oh, then sorry, oh, then sorry. Then sorry. Then sorry. Then sorry. But I think that you should be. Is she that sister in the church? Uh, I saw her in your. So if you saw that it was that sister, then why are you asking? Are you the one in your husband's car? But why? If you want to make money from gossiping, join BBC or CNN or UTV. When you join UTV, you make money. Hey, say, 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 even that gossip pays you because you work for UTV. You, who do you work for? Equia Broadcasting Corporation. Yata Broadcasting Corporation. Kwame Broadcasting Corporation. Why? Why? Why do you spend your life talking about people's matters? And every gossiper gossips because he wants to deflate attention from him or her. So when they tell you people's stories, so that they, their story will not be heard by you. Hmm. Now, protect the people you love from grave diggers. You know grave diggers? Hmm. Hey, I saw your former girlfriend. Oh. Hey. You're trying to get you to go. Well, the number of women say, Hey, I've, I've seen that before. Saw your former boyfriend. Hey, the guy is rich, Papa. The guy has made money. But you have found somebody who truly loves you. The person hasn't made money, but the person truly loves you. And then suddenly somebody appears and says, Charlie, I saw your former boyfriend. Charlie, the guy, or the Jaguar, or the latest for Hey, the guy, on your small beam crowd. Why me, your small beam crowd? Anyway, me in the castle, I was even finding number, man. Me in Sometimes, eh? Hmm. Your wife's old friends, your fiancé's old friends, would like to dig the grave and bring out some things. Make sure those people are far away. And then go diggers. There are people around you. Once you started a relationship, they are not getting what they want to get again. Once you married, sometimes these things come from siblings. Siblings, let me tell you this. Love your siblings, love them. I've already established that. Let no one push you away from them. But one thing you must understand 
is that don't let your siblings say, so you are leaving your family, and you are leaving your family, and you are supporting somebody's child. Do you know your real family? The one that you are also building. If your mother and father had not had peace to marry and raise you, would you have had a family? The one your siblings are referring to as your family started like the same way you are also starting with your husband. What is the meaning of you are leaving your family? What is that meaning? What does that mean? So that's why we have nucleus family and extended family. Are you here? People feel threatened when you are going to get an extra expenditure. They feel that it will affect them. Because if more, let's divide. You know that man, man's this thing. <laughs> I went, I was years ago when we were hustlers in ministry. I met a missionary in the conference. And the missionary really liked me. So, so what are you doing? So I run a youth. I'm a youth pastor and I do a lot of youth programs. Wow, powerful. I would like to support you. So he took my contacts and other things. When I get to America, we will see. Then when I left the man, other people started talking to other people. They're a friend of Mike and said, Didi, 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 go and take your man from there. Go and take. I said, why are you talking to me? He said, are you a fool? If more, let's divide. Okay. So love protect. Protect the people you love. Fight and protect the people you love. Next one. Love trust. Love trust. Now, do, do, I saw something eh, that I really love. Somebody was counting money that was cashed from ATM. And somebody has written, if you cash money, if you count the money cashed from ATM, then you have trust issues. Then you yourself. Because ATM is not likely to make a mistake. If you want 10,000 from the ATM, if it allows, your this allows, it will give you 10,000. So to cash it and stand there and count it, it means that people who don't trust you, don't trust themselves. You are dating a guy who you put your phone and he goes to take and see what is inside your phone. I want you to open your phone. I want to see what is inside your phone. I want to see what is inside your phone. You are always in court defending yourself. Who called you? Who sent you that test? Why are you talking to somebody under, under, under tone? Why is not somebody? Maybe you saw me, you put the phone off. Who is the person? Who is the, she has to put the phone off because you make case out of everything. She's not hiding anything. She's managing your inability to trust yourself. And therefore, you extend it to everybody. <laughs> when people don't trust you, be suspicious of them. Now, when I see you, a man, you are giving a lift to a lady and you are going, I see you as a good man who is dropping a lady. But bad men, when they see their pastor giving somebody a lift, yeah, Charlie, I saw this girl in daddy's cow. You can see that daddy is going to finish him. Daddy is going to, but the man must leave the girls for us now. He goes, she has mommy now. She has mommy now. Why is he taking the girls to in addition? You see, because any girl in your car, you go to finish that girl. So you see, men who don't trust their wives, who is that? Who are you talking to? Themselves know that they have been sleeping around with other women. Okay? However, you should be very careful not to give a good person a reason not to trust you. You've gone somewhere. Your husband asked me, why did you go? Why was your phone off? You tell a long story and the stories don't add up. Immediately, you are giving the man a reason to start mistrusting you. To start mistrusting you. Don't. Once you sow a seed of mistrust, you are finished. So once I do not subscribe that people who love you should mistrust you, I should not also want you to create a reason for someone to start doubting you. Are you here? Okay, let's go. Love hopes. If you don't believe we have, we, we, you have a future together, don't fall in love. Sometimes I think about me and mommy Ateshi. And how mommy, at that time, 
So, pastors here, listen. At that time, it was my spiritual father's church that I was pastoring. Mommy worked like a full-time minister with me. So, pastors here would think that, oh, um, this is daddy's church. So, my wife, when is the teaching service? Stay at home. Take care of the children. Very soon, you have a branch or you start your own church. And you realize that you did not train your wife well under me. Somebody's church. You were in Teshi. I pastored you in Teshi. Mommy was there. Mommy led praise. Led this thing. Led worship. We came to visit you put together. Went for evangelism together. Was there anything ministry that you didn't see mommy was involved? She was involved in anything that I was doing. You know why? She has so much trust. So much belief. She has so much hope that this thing I'm doing with this man will work. When we came to Sprinters Road here, people used to call mommy the Jehovah Witness woman. She will evangelize. She will go everywhere. There was never a time that she doubted my ability to make things happen. We saw that future together. We had hope. Hope. And hope drives your performance. But I also gave her a reason to hope. She saw how hardworking I was. If you see, love always hopes. If you cannot see a bright future with this person, hold on. Talk to people. Talk to people. Are you here? A man's performance today is a reflection of his future. There is no tomorrow anywhere. Tomorrow never comes so You have to work to don't wait for tomorrow. How many of you are you? The future will be all right. The future will be all right. Can I tell you something? A man who is doing nothing today will do nothing tomorrow. I'm telling you. Every serious man is a very busy man working on his dreams, working on his vision. If a man does nothing today, I said he will do nothing tomorrow. Don't mortgage your future. Once you marry a man and start having children with that man, you have mortgaged your future. Next one. Love perseveres. Love perseveres. Your love will always be tested. Always be tested. Always. Genuine love does not fail a test. I told you, me and mommy's story, we've been through things. Our love were tested. Mommy stood with me in everything, in everything, every situation. When we started Accra Business School together, we started as a training institution. She will leave everything. Whilst I'm lecturing, she's outside doing administrative work. In the valley, she was there with me. On the mountain top, she must be around me. Women who abandon men in the valley, don't look for them when they reach the mountain top, because they will never trust you. Are you here? Walk with the man in his valley. When he gets the mountain top, you'll be there. Also, stay with that woman. No matter what she goes through, stay with that woman. I saw the story of a woman, eh? How? They were about to marry, and the guy got an accident and got paralyzed. She still married the guy. Married the guy. She said, I'm, when I met her, they had gotten two children, and they were very, very successful. She said, said, Bishop, if I tell you my story, we met in school. We loved each other. And then he had an accident at work. Then people said, ah, leave him, don't marry him. He said, what has he done to me? We married. He came to our wedding in a wheelchair. We married. And I still love him. I'm told the story of how when my father's misery started and my father had become a poor man and my mother's parents said, leave the man. And my father went to my mother's hometown and they are called a meeting of chiefs 
But my grandmother was very influential to tell my father, don't come after my daughter again. You are finished in life. So don't come after my daughter again. And they were looking for a new man for my mother. They called the meeting. My father was standing here. My, my, father, my, mother was, my father was standing here before the chief. My mother and his family were standing here to raise accusation. But they before they started raising the accusation, my mother had crossed carpet to go and stand by my father. They realized that case Nagu. Case Nagu. So when we were growing up, when we saw my father's commitment to my mother, we used to wonder, how can a man love a woman like this? And then we were told this story, that we knew that. This is, and when we were growing up, my father, my father, my father was no longer like how he used to be. But my mother never disrespected my father. In the midst of my father's, the loneliest part of my father's life, when my father was not in the valley, but in the bottomless pit, my mother still showed him the love. Ah. One day, if your husband does not get money for you, one day, now both. No more money. You can't get friends. Girlfriend, that when you are not giving money, you are angry. Mm. Yes. Please don't call me. If, if you don't send me the money, don't call me. Please, I beg you, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying, eh? I'll find the money for you. I'm trying. I'm trying. Please don't try again. <laughs> Let her go. Okay. Is that all? Are we through? Love never fails. The last one. Love never fails. Love fulfills its promises. Love fulfills its promises. I will do this for you. Love will make sure it happens. So let me end with this story. So we're a group of powerful young believers. We're three friends. We lived together. All we did was pray, fast, evangelize, etc., etc. For the Lord. But we also tried to get each other into trouble. I mean, I'm talking about things that you can laugh. So these other guys were aware that I got in Olivia. And I was trying to make sure Olivia doesn't know where I live. Well, where we were living was very bad. So I was just trying to manage. So Mo Olivia would say, Can I come and visit? I said, Oh no, I'd rather come and visit you. I'd rather come and visit you. I mean, rugged place with rugged boys. If you come and meet us, eh? Do you know the food we used to eat? We cook cassava. Eh? If you see our cassava and pussy, then we manage to get some pepper and some palm oil. We balance it. That, that's what we used, to, we used to use to break our fast. We were senior bachelors in poverty. Hey! <laughs> so we didn't want anybody. And then we had some two puppies. Very stubborn ones. They would eat themselves everywhere. We're not even finding food for them. So we're wondering, how could this be? Where did they go and eat? And we're also lazy. So we're not sweeping. So if, if you came to our house, and you have to walk like this. <clears throat> to find a way. So we have just decided that no girl comes around. So I don't know whether it was also because... Olivia's church was around the same area, but had prevented her from knowing where I lived. But one of the guys was selling in the supermarket. So one day he was just there, and Olivia came there and said, Oh, I came to a wedding in my church. The wedding apparently was an afternoon wedding, but I thought it was a morning wedding. So I come too early. So I went to go and visit Yofi. That's me. My cousin, my friend knew. I didn't want Olivia to come there. And I just come from all night on Saturday. And I was sleeping. Rugged sleep. <laughs> rugged all night. From <laughs> rugged sleep. So this guy just enters. Enters my. The room I was sleeping. It's touched me. It's Olivia day outside. Hey. Had to wake up from a sleep instantly. What ah. I was just saying. If this girl leave me I go kill you. <laughs> 
no chair, nothing. Came on, Olivia was coming to wedding. Beautifully dressed. And me, I've never had six packs, so I've always had skeleton. My chest, everything were outside there. And the guy just spoke and left. Had to get out and come and pick a shirt. This girl will see this skeleton. Talking to her from the window. How are you? I was thinking that she would just go. Hoping she would go. So I came to a wedding. So, but nobody is there. So I'm, I'm coming to hang around. Said, God, what kind of temptation is this? What kind of embarrassment is this? Finally, I came out boldly. I said, sorry, sorry. I went, got my shirt. And I said, there was, used to be a place called Jungle Spot. Brush my teeth, wash my face. Thankfully, that day, I had some small money. But that money, if I go and try mud and things, it won't reach. There was something. Was, what was it even called? A cordial, something cordial. It was lime. So that one, you drink small. You buy small. It's just like going to buy a tot of alcohol. You see? So instead of going to buy bottles of beer, you buy tot. That one, the people will drink small. Huh? So I went to buy lime cordial. Lime, lime cordial. Went to buy lime cordial and I put it down. They started talking. They said, let see. You know, I don't... I am, you, you, you've seen me now. You know me. I don't have anything. But I can tell you that. I'm pregnant with everything. See, everything you want to see in a man that I don't have, I'm pregnant with them. I'm promising you today, if you marry me, I'll give birth to them. So the first time I bought a new TV, I came and said, look at me. I'll give him birth to a TV. <laughs> today, every promise I gave mommy had been fulfilled. Because when love promises, love means it. But you can tell right now if a guy loves you by how many times he fulfills his promises to you. If he's not fulfilling it, doubt the person. Are you here with me? Thank you, my friends, for joining me for service today. The Lord bless you and keep you and cause you to excel and shine in everything you do. Lift up your voice and pray for your marital life. Just pray. Just pray for your marital life, for your love life. Just lift up your voice.